everybody, whether you be in Philadelphia, whether it be anywhere across the map, number one, if you're in Philadelphia or even on the outside skirts of Philadelphia, you're enjoying the wonderful fall like weather today uh it is beautiful out it's more like spring than fall uh you're talking about 70 plus degrees uh really nice the leaves are falling everything looks good and i had to do this because i i I loved yesterday okay number one i love the nfl i really do and i i love that when the eagles want to buy we get to sit back and we get to watch and evaluate the rest of the nfl and the best thing I would say about what I seen yesterday was I would say the best thing and the worst thing, the best thing I, I seen was that the NFL, man, it, you know, if you can't tell me that you are excited to watch an NFL Sunday, you are not a football fan. And the reason why I say that is because yesterday's games were tremendous, uh, you know, and, and it's not just the top teams. It's not just the bouncing. I mean, everything about yesterday was tremendous uh you know yes it was great to see dallas lose but it was also nice to see an inferior team go up against a 7-0 team and make it interesting make it a game nobody expected what we seen last night right from tom brady nobody expected that but i'm I'm sure people enjoyed that right because they love to watch tom terrific fail sometimes right they love doing it it's the hater nation that it's the hate in our society uh it's the jealousy it is what it is uh, but also looking at the Miami game and watching Miami and Arizona and watching two young quarterbacks, one being already probably about 80% established and one trying to be established, you know, when we go back Kyler versus Tua. And the biggest thing I took from this weekend, and, you know, I, I've, I've been a, a huge proponent of Carson once, but I've also been a huge proponent of saying if Carson doesn't have it, then we need to start giving Jalen Hurts a try. We need to throw Jalen in there just to see what he can do. And one of the biggest arguments I always get is that Jalen Hurts can't play. And one of the biggest arguments I always get is, listen, Jalen, he he would have been, you know, he could have been a six-round pick or a fourth-round pick or, you know, he was picked too high. I consistently hear about why Jalen Hurts won't be able to play. On the other end of the spectrum, I hear about Carson Wentz, and we've all seen Carson struggles. We see what's going on with Carson, and we're all trying to figure it out. But what I see looking over the NFL landscape and seeing some of the teams and the talent that they have, I can honestly say even without Alshon Jeffrey, and listen, I'm not a huge Alshon Jeffrey guy, but listen, he does make a difference if he's on the field. Even without Zach Ertz, Okay, I don't think Zach Ertz is elite, but I still think, obviously, he is a very, very good tight end and somebody that Carson misses. Even without those guys, even without Miles Sanders, this team still has talent, and the the talent is not coming to fruition. And not only do we have a Carson Wentz problem, but I think I finally realized that the number one problem on this team right now is Doug Peterson. The number one problem on this team is Doug Peterson because... If you look at his play calling, his vanilla kind of style, okay, and if you look around the NFL landscape, what's going on right now, there are so many coaches doing so much more with so much less than Doug Peterson. And that's one of my biggest issues. If Doug Peterson was, you know, showed the ability to be a little different, showed the ability to do a little more, 
then I would 100% say this is all on Carson Wentz, but it's not. Uh, KD checks in, absolutely, run the football, 100%. You know, run the football. And we listen, we're watching teams. You know, one of the biggest things I would say, look at Seattle, and I understand Seattle lost. I get it. I mean, I, I did not predict that they were going to lose. But they lose Chris Carson. They lose Carlos Hyde. They're top two running backs, right? Top two. Okay? That's like us losing Miles Sanders. Okay? And what do they do in Seattle? They continue to run the ball. That's what they do with guys like DJ Dallas and Travis Homer and Alex Collins. They continue to the game script. They continue to do what they do. Okay, and this is the problem. Doug has become a major liability from the play-calling format. Okay, and it, it shows me this, and I needed a week. Listen, I've been really hard on Carson Wentz, okay, and I'm not going to lie. As much as I stick up for Carson Wentz, because I love the guy. I do. I love what he's about. But I also have to come to the realization that I understand that he's being limited right now and he's not playing well. Okay, so if that means... You know, you, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback in New Orleans, and even even though it's a different scenario, it's not Drew Brees being terrible, right? But you still see a guy like Taysom Hill coming in and playing respectable snaps, not just running the ball. That's how you implement a guy into your offense, okay? That's how you do it. And for all the people out there that tell me Jalen Hurts cannot play and Jalen Hurts is not the answer. Here's what I will say. And I'm not again, I am not advocating right now that Carson Wentz be bent to the side and Jalen Hurts be named a starter. That's not what I'm advocating. What I'm saying is if and if if Carson Wentz comes out and turns a ball over two or three times, okay, two or three times, then I would like to see Jalen get a shot. And let me just say something right now. Uh, my man, Bill, check. What's up, Bill? Like the, uh, I got to rep, right? You know, you got, I got to rep the alma mater, right? You got to rep the alma mater. I had to pull it out, man. I had to pull it out. Uh, but th this is what I will say for all the people that tell me Jalen Hurts would not be able to play if he was pressed for duty. Three guys I'm going to name you from yesterday. Number one, Jake Lutton. What was he? Sixth round pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What does he do? 304 yards, throws a touchdown, and an interception. Drew Locke for the Denver Broncos. Second round pick. 313 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Garrett friggin' Gilbert for the Dallas Cowboys. Sixth round pick. 243 yards, one touchdown, one pick. So please explain to me, listening to those three guys, understanding where they were drafted, understanding what they could do, why would you feel that Jalen Hurts cannot play football? That is my biggest thing. Why would you feel that Jalen Hurts cannot play football? If you watched the games yesterday, you would be able to understand that Jalen Hurts can play the game. And it goes back to our first question of the day. Is it a Doug Peterson problem? Because when Jalen Hurts gets in the game, is Doug smart enough to devise a game plan around what Jalen Hurts does well? And that's why you see guys like Tua be able to take the next step. I know it's only one week, but it was a, a, a complete difference of a quarterback from his first start to his second.
Okay, and he plays in Miami. And again, name me the weapons that Tua has in Miami. Please tell me. Please help me. Please help me. Who does he have, right? Who does he have? Okay, listen, I, I know G wants to walk in. Okay, three L's. Locke was all garbage time. Okay, Locke was all garbage time versus terrible defense. Houston is 28th in the league in defense. Garrett garbage kept them in the game that Steelers look past. Okay, Steelers look past the Steelers. Explain to me this, Gene. What, what was their, what, what, what is their defensive liability in Pittsburgh? Explain that to me. They're a seven and O team. They're a seven and O team. Say what you want. What I'm saying is they were able to devise a game plan around a guy named Garrett Gilbert in order to play. You know, everybody has to stop feeling on this narrative that we can't do anything on this team because the almighty Carson Wentz has spoke. Okay, we are about winning football games, right? We are about winning football games. And I again, uh, for everybody that's starting coming in, the headline of this segment is not Jalen Hurts needs to be a starting quarterback, okay? But my point is that the people that say that he can't happen because he can't play are completely off base, are completely off base. I don't care if Locks was on garbage time versus terrible defense. He still was able to play. He was still able to play. Are you kidding me? Below average secondary? Are you seriously? Below average secondary? Come on, man. What are you what what games are you watching? Do you not see Minka Fitzpatrick in the backfield? I mean, what, what I don't understand. I, I really don't understand. I don't get it. I don't I, I don't get it. They're seven and now. Uh, right? I, and Gene, I this is what this is my point. Jalen can play. Carson just plays better. For right now. For right now, but I'll tell you what. So Carson Wentz, three turnovers every single week. That's playing better. That That's my point. And my point is maybe Jalen could play better if he had a better play caller, if he was better prepared. And this is one of my biggest things, and I continue to say it. People have to stop putting Carson on a pedestal. I love Carson Wentz. I love what he's all about. I'll say it again. I do. But guess what? You cannot be afraid to sit the guy down if he's not helping the team win. We can stop making excuses. We need to stop. I love the guy. I do, and I want him to do well. I really do. But my the end of the day, you have to do what wins football games. And if that means sitting him down for a little bit and putting Jalen Hurts in, all I'm saying is I don't think it hurts you at all. I don't. And what, I, what, I, what I'm afraid of is if it happens, that Doug Peterson will have no idea how to use him. Doug Peterson's play calling has been horrific. If any of you guys cannot see that, you guys are freaking blind. It's been horrific. Horrific. They have more talent than they're showing right now. And again, here we go with everybody who wants to say that the Eagles don't have a number one wide receiver. They're the same people that are telling me that Travis Fogelm is an elite wide receiver. You people, stop flip-flopping. Make up your friggin' mind. What is it? Is he a number one or is he not? That's what I want to ask. Is he a number one or is he not? I heard Dallas Goddard is the man. I like Dallas Goddard. I keep hearing from people, Dallas Goddard, he's the best. He's a better tight end than Zach Ertz. Okay, that's great. Maybe he is. Okay, but then we're going to hear, we're going to say, oh, well, they, you know what? Carson Wentz doesn't have any receivers out there. What about Dallas Goddard when he was healthy? He didn't have Dallas Goddard. You're, you're tell, like, you guys keep telling me how great these guys are. Okay, but again, we can't make it into a win. And my point is, I'm starting to realize that this is more on Doug than it is on Carson. 
Okay. Your job, listen, your job as a signal caller in the NFL is to do whatever you can to make your quarterback comfortable and to make his job easier. Okay. And I don't think Doug is doing it at all. I don't think Doug is doing it at all. Okay. When Carson was getting, uh, was getting killed out there. Why are you not running the ball? Okay, when your offensive line is depleted, why are you not running the ball? Because you know you can't pass protect. Why are you doing five-step drops with 40-yard outs? It doesn't make any sense. Okay, Bill checking in as a play caller myself, but the Eagles play progression makes me scratch my head. Uh, Bill, this is what I'm talking about. I don't understand. Somebody needs to help me. Somebody needs to help me. Okay, I need I, I I need help here. I understand what's going on. Okay, gee, he's not he's play well, but he's not a number one. Carson has backups at every position except center. Who else plays with that? Why? Listen again, gee, you know there we could go down the roster of every NFL team. Okay, there's more injuries in the NFL this year than anybody in the league. Than anybody. Uh, I I mean that that any sport in professional. And anything in professional sports. Like, like I'm getting excited here. I'm getting a little carried away. But what I will tell you is that the injuries are being mounted up on every team. But somehow, some way, those teams find a way to get something done with other players, except the Eagles. Except the Eagles, right? What happened? What happened in 2017? We didn't worry about injuries. Everybody, next man up, next man up. We're good. It's the new norm, right? Next man up, next man up. This is what everybody keeps saying. Okay, next man. Well, where's the next man up this year? We have one of the best centers in the league, Jason Kelsey, right? I keep hearing how, you know, these guys in the offensive line have, you know, they're, they're good. They're playing well. Okay, they, they miss some beats here and there, but they play well. Uh, you know, again, Brandon Graham's having one of the, the, the best seasons for a defensive end especially over the age of 30, playing phenomenal, right? Playing phenomenal. But we still can get a bash rush from the other side. We, You know, I, I hear TJ Edwards. Uh, thank God we got TJ Edwards back. But we keep talking about how we don't have the players, okay? But it's your job as a coach to make them better. That's your job, okay? And again, you know what? You know, Gene, I, you know, I cannot wait. We are going to have to collaborate with these shows because I think it would be very entertaining. Okay. I, I, I agree. We were on the same page about Doug, but I don't think how I'm starting to think, listen, he, I, I've been asking this on the show and about Howie Roseman, Howie Rosen and, and one of my show cohorts on this team on the show, Mikey Goose for the heat ratio. He you know, he asked a question about three weeks ago, right? He asked a question about three weeks ago where he said, what does it tell you when other players that you drafted on this team and scouted go to other places and play well? Okay, what does that say for Howie Roseman? Right? So I'm just saying, playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying I, I can't stand Howie. Okay, I, I'm being honest. I can't stand Howie. Okay, but what I'm asking is when you see these players, is it Howie picking the right players and the coach not knowing how to utilize the talent? Or is it Howie picking the wrong players for the wrong system? What is it? Because that's what I want to know. Because maybe he is picking some of the right guys, right? Maybe he is. 
And and unfortunately, Doug doesn't know how to use them. This coach doesn't know how to use them correctly. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I'm very, very curious. Yeah, I, Gee, we will be in touch. We would definitely have to do this. I think it would be fun. It really will. We'll do a quad box. We'll get, you know, your, your two of your guys, two of my guys, or, you know, even if we got to do a triple box, we got to do three and three, we'll, we'll get it going because I think it'll be fun, man. It'll be a really good conversation. Uh, we'll do a roundtable discussion. Uh, I love doing them. I think it'll be great. So 100%. Uh, my buddy Jim checking in says trade Wentz, build around Hurts, need a hybrid quarterback. And, you know, I'll tell you what, it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's hard. It, 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 it's hard to disagree with that sometimes, right? It is. It, it really is because you see what way the NFL is going. You see the hybrid quarterback excelling in every single format. You see it, right? You see how, how much, even last night watching that New Orleans game and watching a guy like Taysom Hill come in and watch this, how he changed the whole outlook of the offense, even for those few plays, it's showing you what way the NFL is going. It is. And, and, and again, if you look at the Chargers and you see what Justin Herbert's doing, you kind of could say, you know, that Justin Herbert and guys like Josh Allen are more in the Carson Wentz territory because Carson Wentz is not immobile by any means, right? He is very athletic. He's just making very bad decisions, right? Making very bad decisions. Jalen Hurts is on another scale. Jalen Hurts is on a Kyler Murray, that two it that you know that two that Russell Wilson that that's the kind of scale he's on and that's what he's always going to be compared to and I really think the kid can play I do I think he adds another element but again it, you know you see what Sean Payton can do and what with mixing the match with Taysom Hill I just want to know why Doug Peterson can't do the same thing and again I, I want people to understand that you got to stop saying that he can't play he can play Okay, and you know what, Gene? I think you're right. When when, when Gene above says Jalen can play, Carson just plays better. I you know I can't say he plays better because right now he's playing like dog shit. But what I can say is he should be playing better, right? He you know he if you look at it, he's projected to play better. Is is, is more like it, and then I'd be with you on that. Um, you know, everybody's going to bring over to JJ over DK. Uh, listen, I get it. Listen, I understand that. That's why I can't say Howie. But we can't keep going back to the JJ over DK or over DK pick. We just can't. We have to look at what's ahead of us because even though I I, I understand that was such the wrong pick and that will go down again. Just like I I, I bitched about the Sixers when it should have been Jalen Hurts. I mean, when it should have been Jason Tatum and not Markel Fultz. Another terrible pick. I understand that. But my point is, there's other teams that passed over DK Metcalf as well. And at the end of the day, I mean, the New England Patriots passed over DK Metcalf, right? A lot of people passed over DK Metcalf. So we just can't blame it on Howie, okay? I, 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 agree, I agree it was a terrible pick, okay? And again, I would have picked Justin Jefferson this year and not Jalen Rager because I think he was ready. He was, you know, there, there's so many different picks that we, we need back. But again, every team in the NFL doesn't hit on all their picks. And, and my point is, when you watch guys, I mean, come on, man. Even, I hate to say it, but even Mac Collins catches a touchdown yesterday. Nelson Aguilar is tracking a ball in the air, catching touchdowns. Okay, we've seen it all over the NFL. We've seen Sidney Jones, Rasul Douglas making plays. We, we Listen, we're seeing this on a continued basis. So I'm really starting to think, like, what is going on here? 
Well, you know, is it is it more coaching? That's why I think we do have a Doug Peterson problem. I keep saying it 100%. Listen, Doug Peterson, I said this before, and I'll say it again. Nobody was knocking on the door. Nobody was breaking the door down for Doug Peterson. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody in the NFL was looking at Doug Peterson. And I, I granted, listen, you know, there were some other picks out there that we all talked about. We brought it up last week. Like, thank God we didn't take, like, Adam Gase. I was an Adam Gase guy. I wanted Adam Gase. I thought Adam Gase was an offensive genius. I didn't want Doug Peterson. I didn't, I, I didn't want that. that you know, I didn't want a yes guy. And, and that's what Doug is. Doug is a yes guy, right? Doug is a yes guy. But just, just remember something. Doug, Doug's going to be playing for his job soon, right? Honestly, Doug's going to be playing for his job. There's, there's, there's too much money wrapped up in this team for it to be this bad, okay? You can say what you want, but Jeffrey Lurie is a businessman. And he's going to want to know what the hell is going on, why this team can't win with the the astronomical payroll that it deals with on a year-to-year basis. Uh, There was a lot of moves made by Howie that I completely disagree with. But there was a lot of moves that he made that ship players other places, and they've actually have responded. So I don't know where I'm at with that. I don't. My whole point of this is when I mention that I think Jalen Hurts needs to get more time, I consistently hear that Jalen Hurts can't play. Okay, and Gene, we can allude just to garbage time. We can allude to a bad secondary. We can allude to whatever the hell we want. Okay, we can, listen, you know as well as I do, but doing sports talk for 10 years now. Okay, and ever since I've been doing it, ever since I've been going live, ever ever since I've been doing this, I can spin any narrative I want. We can spin any narrative in the world about why a guy is good and why a guy is bad. But at the end of the day, our eyes tell the story. Okay, say what you want, but your eyes tell the story. When you see your quarterback making bad throws and bad decisions and turning the ball over, that has nothing to do with a bad, you know, it has nothing to do with what you're talking about, okay? And, again, when you see another guy play, listen, I, I again, garbage time or not, did you see some of the throws that Drew Locke made yesterday? Did you see some of the throws that Jake Lutton made yesterday? I don't care if it's a bad defense. You still have to make the damn throw. And some of those, again, were were tremendous, were tremendous, Okay, so we can say what we want, but those guys, they were producing, right? Trevor, what's up, Trevor? He says, who says Jalen Hurts? Yes, exactly. See, Trevor's on my side. There you go. Who says Jalen Hurts can't play? Eagles Twitter. What practice footage they got that we don't? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I mean, all these people that keep telling me Jalen Hurts can't play, I mean, what, what are they watching? Because last time I checked, we're all watching the same thing, right? We're all... We're all watching the same thing. We're watching his collegiate highlights, right? His collegiate highlights. And from what we see, the kid can play. Will it translate to the NFL? I don't know. But again, a lot of people said Tua couldn't play either. A lot of people said Tua couldn't throw the ball. He was too small. Kyler Murray can't throw the ball. He's too small. All he does is run. All these loud mouths. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, guess what? They're both proving your answers wrong because they're both winning football games and they're both playing well. 
Okay, so I'm tired of listening to all these people that think they know so goddamn much about the sport of football. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'll turn on the game and watch what's happening, man. Watch what's happening. Don't tell me this kid can't play because I'm sure I'm sure as hell he can. Uh, Trevor says, what have I said about Drew Locke? He stinks. I like Drew Locke, man. I like Drew Locke. But again, uh, am I saying Drew Locke's going to win an NFL championship? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the coaches are utilizing him in the right way. He He's showing the ability to make plays. I'm not comparing Drew Locke to Carson Wentz. I'm comparing these guys. Jake Lutton, Drew Locke, and Garrett Gilbert. For whatever narrative you want to tell me about a bad defense, for whatever narrative you want to tell me about an, un, an overrated secondary, whatever the hell you want to say, it doesn't matter. All I know is these kids were producing, and they were six-round picks, except for Drew Locke with a second-round pick, and they were put in a proper position in order to make plays in the NFL against an NFL football team. Okay, Any day you win in the NFL, it's a good day. Say what you want, but these are players, man. They play their asses off week to week. So I'm not going to degrade any team in the NFL and say they can't play. Uh, Trevor says, is it bad that I want the Eagles to draft contract? Uh, listen, man, everybody wants, uh, you know, we got to see how this comes out of the bye, man. We got to see how we come out of the bye. And uh, we got to see, uh, my, my point is, we can't come out of the bye. You know, if, if we come out of the bye and Carson throws the ball and turns the ball over two times in the first quarter, you know, something's got to be done, man. Something's got to be done. And, and, and if you notice that, you know, Carson, you know, he, he says, oh, he's, he, you know, he's relaxed now. He's recharged, motivated. Okay, Carson, that's great. Okay, but if you throw the ball and you turn the ball over, I don't want to hear about how, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, I got to get better. I got to work on my mistakes. Well, just God damn it. Just show it to us. All right. Just, just show us that you worked on them already. I I don't want to hear that you have to, I want to see you do it. And again, if you, if you think Jalen hurts can't play, I just want you to go back and watch that footage. Okay. That's all. Just, just watch it. Watch some of those games. And again, I, I know, I know Gene's making a point about being in, you know, garbage time and being in against a, you know, a lower tiered secondary. Again, it doesn't matter. All I want to see is a guy get open in space and a guy hit him with the ball. Okay. Because guess what? Guess what? There's been a lot of times you say what you want, but there's been a lot of open receivers for Carson Wentz and against good teams and bad teams. And he hasn't been able to hit any of them, right? He hasn't been able to hit any of them. Okay. So he, he he's, he's been, you know, gripping to or clinging to one or two plays a game that has kind of taken him over the top, okay? If he doesn't make them, there's going to be a problem, okay? There's going to be a problem. And all I'm saying is, hey, who knows? Maybe, just maybe if you throw Jalen out there, maybe maybe it works on the, you know, the adverse effect. Maybe it takes some of the pressure off of Carson that he's feeling to be so much better. Maybe it's taking on some of the pressure off of Carson to be the guy, right? So at the end of the day, you, you just don't know. You just don't know. You don't. But I, I, I can't sit here and, and, and hear people tell me that Jalen Hurts can't play. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just can't. I can't listen to it. Uh, what's up, Andre? He was able to hit Nelly. Oh, wait, he is somewhere scoring five touchdowns. Exactly. Okay. You know, he, he's in, oh, you know, I, I almost said Oakland again. He's in Vegas doing his thing, right? He's doing his thing. You know what? This is what I want to do. I want to get 
And, you know, I, I want to get a guy. I'm going to look around for a, 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 a NCAA analyst, and I want to get him on the show. And I want him specifically to break down Jalen Hurts to me. And I want to hear what his tendencies were to them. I, I, and, again, I, it's not that I don't disrespect or, I you know, I don't discount any of the knowledge that comes in on this show. I, I, I want a guy who, who does it for a living, does it every day, and I want to hear from him. I want to hear from him if he thinks that his game can translate to the NFL. And, again, you know, the, the biggest issue with Jalen Hurts is going to be Doug Peterson because he's already set him up to fail in the positions that they put him in because his play calling has been so atrocious, okay? The preparation has been so atrocious. Uh, you know, it goes on, on and on and on and on and on. I mean, we see it week in and week out, and that's one of the biggest problems. So I just think we need to start looking at Doug a little more than we have. And again, uh, does anyone know a Browns blogger? Uh, you know what, Trevor? I don't know. I might have to look around, but I think I have a couple on my feed. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll look around and hit you up if I do. Uh, but I think people have to stop. We, we can't just keep clinging to the Super Bowl anymore. Okay? We can't because that Super Bowl is now three years old, three years old already. Okay, we, we got to get past that and we have to get past the fact that just maybe that, you know, this coach without the proper support staff is not doing the job that he, he needs to be able to do. And again, I know the players like playing for Doug. and I know everybody likes Doug and I, and I get it because he's, he's given us something that we've never had in this town. But at the end of the day, we still have to move forward. We still have to win football games. And if that means we have to win football games with Jalen Hurts, or we have to win with Carson Wentz, okay? It doesn't matter. I just want to win. At the end of the day, the game is all about Ws. It's not about, you know, almost shoulda, coulda, woulda. It's all about Ws. And last time I checked, we have three, okay? And we have four losses and one tie. And the division is up for the taking. And you have to do whatever you can do, okay, in order to get to that next step. And if that means putting in Jalen Hurts for a series or two series or, you know, as a star, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I just, I can't believe that anybody, anybody right now can sit there to, and say to themselves that 100% when this buy is over, that they're going to come back. And what's going to happen is all of a sudden Carson Wentz is going to be electric. He's going to be like the Carson Wentz of old. We're not going to have anywhere. Nobody can for certain say that. And that's my point. So I, ha I, I keep asking the question, what if, what if, what if? Uh, okay, eight weeks into the season now. What if, what if, what if? So what if Carson comes out very, very slow, starts off slow, turns the ball over? When is it time? And if it is time to go to the rookie why do you feel he cannot play? That's one of my biggest things. Why do you feel he can't play? I Andre says, I really hope Doug doesn't mark how fault the situation with Jalen. I agree, Andre, 100%. I, you know, I, I do. I, he's not putting him in great positions, even when he's in there. I mean, listen, I, you know, when you watch that New Orleans Saints uh, game last night, you watch what happens when Taysom Hill comes in the game. And I, I'm always saying Taysom Hill because, again, he, you know, he is the better guy, right? You know, I, I, I get it, but I know he's been, you know, he is the kind of like the carbon copy, right? He's the, you know, he's the image. He is the the compliment. He is the guy you look towards when you want to do these kind of plays. But, but what I will say on this, and I'll end on this, what about Carolina? 
And what about San Francisco? And when Carolina uses a girl, uh, uses a guy like Curtis Samuel, when uh, San Francisco uses a guy like Debo Samuel, when they come into the game, right, they're able to do things that from a quarterback position, just in a wildcat form that we seem not to be able to master. And, and, and again, that's all about preparation. It's all about play calling again. And, and, you know, you know, putting your guys in the right position to make plays. I hate to say that that's something we couldn't say to Andy Reese all the time, but it, it's just the truth. Uh, I, you know, I just want to say I sat and I watched all the highlights and I just said to myself this week with no Eagles game that there's no doubt in my mind that Jalen Hurts can play this game. And for everybody who says, everybody who says that he can't, you're fooling yourself. You're 100% fooling yourself. Uh, Andre says, Hill is another example of a football player you can put anywhere and he will ball out. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a special kind of player. Okay, Tyreek Hill is. But I, I'll tell you what, Andre. I, one thing I'll say about Tyreek Hill. Uh, you know, you can't take away his speed. You can't take away his talent. But you can take away Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So, you know, if you took him and put him on a team with nobody else, would he still be able to ball out is the question. Uh, you know, that's the only thing I have. The only question I have about Tyreek Hill. He's very, very talented. Uh, you know, he's probably the quietest 10 touchdowns in the NFL ever because uh, that's all he seems to do is, is he's around the end zone. He's able to score and nobody really talks about him. Uh, but listen, some of those games yesterday were absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I was talking about seven on the same. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about Taysom Hill. Yes, my bad. Yeah, Hill is another. Taysom Hill is a football player. And I'll tell you what, man, I never realized how big he was, too. He is a big boy. He is like a house to try to get down. But, you know, I, my biggest my biggest issue for doing this today was, you know, I want to take away from this Sunday what we're missing as a team from the Philadelphia Eagles. And I, it was just hard for me to watch certain teams with very inferior talent be able to do so much more than we're able to do. And again, when that happens and when you see that on a constant basis, you have to say you have to look to the head coach. And at the end of the day, you have to say there's a Doug Peterson problem on this team. Okay, so again, yes, I am not going to say that there's not a, a Carson Wentz problem because I think we all understand that he is. It's just a matter of, you know, you have the Carson Wentz, we're going to live and die with Carson Wentz crowd, or we're going to have the crowd, if Carson can't do it, put Jalen in. We're going to consi- we're going to consistently have that crowd. I get that. But at the end of the day, when you look at this, these inferior teams being able to do so much more, you have to start to look at the head coach and say, Doug, something's got to give here, man. Something's got to give. You got to do a better job, right? Yeah, I, You know, I, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but talking to you, Doug, you have to do a better job. Uh, so, yeah, listen, I want to go 30, went 35. I'm trying to do this daily again, trying to work up some things. Kids are back in school. Yay, hey. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're finally getting a, a first-class education, which I love. Uh, you know, so it gives me a little more time to do some more things during the day that I didn't previously have. Um, actually, I would, I actually watched linebacker play, Andre says, which seems to be getting the backseat. Yes, I like that, Andre, 100%. I do. Uh, Trevor says, who gets fired first, Howie or Ryan Pace? It's 100% Ryan Pace because Ryan Pace is always going to live with the fact that he didn't draft Deshaun Watson. 
It really is. And I, I honestly am starting to think it's crazy, Trev. It's crazy, but I'm starting to think maybe how he didn't do such a bad job after all. Just my opinion. We can't listen. We can't just give him the DK pick. Okay. Cause there's a lot of other teams that had the DK pick, pick as well. I just don't like them personally. So, uh, that's always a, a sticking point to me. Uh, but anyway, listen, everybody for checking in. I appreciate it. Give me a follow at Tika 23. Uh, don't forget at heat ratio sports going live tomorrow night. Uh, heat ratio nine fifteen. Uh, again, we've got a lot of cool things planned. Uh, you know, we're going to play a little jeopardy tomorrow night. Uh, rest in peace out your back, uh, all based around Philly sports. Obviously we're going to preview some Eagles, We'll talk some Sixers, South Philly's free agency news. Uh, and again, well, I, I know the subject's going to come up. Uh, so we'll probably talk about Carson Wentz uh, and, and the Philadelphia Eagles as well because uh, a lot of people will be checking in with different things. And we're going to run the NFL. Uh, some some interesting takes, uh, takeaways from week nine. And, and then again, don't forget Wednesday night. We will be going live again, Fantasy Firebox, uh, for all your fantasy needs. Me and John, PGH on 36, pick some winners again. Uh, I hope you guys are listening. We're trying to give you as much as we can, uh, give you a little something different because I'll be honest with you. I can't sit game by game, just break it down. It's very vanilla. I like to bring my passion to it. I like to give you my my strong-willed feelings, uh, give you my, my projections that are, a little off base sometimes, but like John says, you never know when they're going to pan out. Uh, and again, we appreciate all the support at Heat Ratio Sports. And again, don't forget, listen to the Fantasy Fix Monday to Friday on the Daily Ticket on Fox Sports The Gambler. You can hear me every single day at 3.50. Tonight, I will give you my pick for the Monday night game. Uh, you know, New England and New York, the football gods were not good to us. This is going to be a very interesting game tonight. Uh, maybe very hard to watch. I might actually watch WWE Raw tonight instead, but we shall see. But as always, like I say, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch you tomorrow.